0: Hydration is a very important yet often dismissed part of sports nutrition. It's something that athletes really need to be focusing on if they want to be differentiating themselves from the competition, but also aiming to reach their peak potential. Yet when it comes to hydration, a lot of athletes don't really focus on the nitty gritty. They don't even have the basics down pat. And that's what today's episode is about, is to share with you the basics of over and under hydration so you know what you need to look out for and what you need to start working on start improving your own performance. Let's get right into it. Welcome to the Reach A Peak podcast experience. This podcast is for athletes of all levels who want to level up their nutrition to level up their game. Join me as I explore the world of nutrition, health, and performance. Each week, I dive into a new topic to help expand your knowledge, separate truth from myth, and change your perspective so you can start winning the right way and reach your peak potential. I'm your host, Alexa, the Sports Dietitian and Nutrition Coach. Let's go. Welcome back to the Reach A Peak podcast experience. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian. And today, as I said, we're talking about hydration. Because here's the truth. We are 60% water, okay? So yeah, hydration is kind of a big deal, especially for active individuals and athletes who are basically accelerating their losses beyond the baseline. Because, you know, more sweating, more running, more exercise, you get it, you understand. Yeah, that's something we all do. Anyway. When it comes to hydration, we obviously know that a lot of individualization needs to be in place. This is this is key, you know, what to make the most out of your plan to really get the most benefits from your hydration and do it correctly. You should individualize it. You should either get a get a um someone to help you, okay, to get you that that strategy in place or at least focus on tweaking and optimizing your hydration with your own self in mind. But in saying that, there are some fundamentals, some some basics that you need to understand. And that's what today's podcast is about, is to introduce you to the fundamentals of athlete hydration, of dehydration versus potentially, is there such thing as overhydration? Well, these are the kind of things we're going to be talking about today. So you know, fundamentally, what hydration is about and why it's important and the the issues that can happen if you're not doing it properly, so that you can go away from today's podcast episode and start improving your hydration so you can improve your nutrition plan overall beyond just food itself and start becoming the best athlete the best weekend warrior that you can be okay so let's let's get right into it okay so when it comes to your hydration strategy your 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 fluid strategy whatever you want to call it whether it's for total fluids or whether it's for fluids and strat- uh, hydration sorry around training and games Obviously, like I said, it has to be individualized, but all of this will depend and the optimal amount will depend on individual factors and other multifactorial issues. You know, are you exercising in hot environments? Is it maybe cold weather? Is it an easy training kind of schedule? Is it an actual competition? Is it a race? You know, these kind of things, the exercise conditions and your individual sweat rate will dictate a lot of these optimizations around hydration. Okay, that's where the individualization comes through. And the individual considerations, depending on your sport and how you're going about things and at which point in time we're talking about. These all things is not going to be what we're going to be talking about today's podcast. That's very nitty gritty. And that's like I said, individualized stuff that you need individualized help for. But the truth of the matter is that dehydration is a real issue, okay? Dehydration will impact you and it will not impact you in a positive way. It will be negative. Because the fact of the matter is fluid losses of over 2% of your body weight will lead to diminished performance. And any more losses beyond that will cause even more greater impacts on athletic performance and obviously other health issues and potential risks. Now, how can you know if you're dehydrated? Or I guess, what, it, what will happen if you're dehydrated? Well, number one, you're going to increase your perception of exertion. So it's gonna feel like what you are doing is harder than it usually is. So let's say you're doing a typical training session and let's say that's something that you do every single week. If you do one hydrated, like well hydrated, and you do one dehydrated, your perception of exertion, how, how exerted you feel on the one when you dehydrate is gonna be higher. And as you can see, that's not a fun time for anyone. It's definitely gonna not be the catalyst to better performance. Because you're gonna just exert your, you're gonna feel like you're exerting yourself more and really your 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 functionality won't be there either. So it's kind of like a two-pronged thing. Okay, that's one thing. Now also a big one is when you're dehydrated, less blood volume going through you, okay, which means reduced cardiovascular function. So which means not as efficient, not as functional, not as on point as you need to be. Okay, because cardiovascular the cardiovascular system is really a big driver when it comes to your performance and getting the high, you know, the oxygen throughout your body and getting the blood flowing and all that sort of stuff. So if you've got reduced cardiovascular functionality, this is obviously gonna be an issue. So that's why dehydration is a big no-no if you can avoid it. Then you got things like heat exhaustion, which makes sense. You know, we always heard about the thing, you know, drink water when it's hot because you, you, you know, heat exhaustion will, will happen, you know, and things like that. So heat exhaustion is a big thing, especially if you're training in hot climates and in the sun. Okay, so if you're not an indoor athlete, for example, heat exa- exhaustion probably won't happen if you're dehydrated, for example, if you're if you're doing a gym session, but the other things will still apply if you're dehydrated. Heat cramps, similar to heat exhaustion, okay, it will happen in those hot environments or training in the sun when you're dehydrated. And it's going to obviously cause issues and and muscular function is going to go down and all this sort of stuff. So that's obviously not going to be ideal. It's not going to help you train at your capacity. But also if you're in a competition, it's not going to be able to have you compete at your peak potential, okay? So that's something you've got to be aware of as well. So yeah, these are some of the key factors of what dehydration can lead to, the impacts, so to speak. And like I said before, the more fluid losses as a percentage of your body weight, the greater the impact on your performance, Okay, remember that. But once you hit that 2% of your body weight drop, things are not in good territory. So keep that in mind. Now, that's dehydration. But I also alluded to overhydration. Now, could that be a thing? Okay, is it possible that you could actually drink too much of water considering that we're trying to avoid not getting dehydrated? Yes. Yes, you can. Okay, not, not that not many people know this, I think a lot of people do know this, but it's something that gets often dismissed and forgotten is what I find more more often than not. It gets more forgotten than that it's not, that they're not aware of it at a fundamental level. But drinking too much also will diminish performance and can also lead to some serious health risk if it's happening. And that's why you generally wanna aim for what I call the Goldilocks effect when it comes to hydration. And I'll talk about that a bit more at the end when I talk about some fundamental approaches you can do just to get you started in the right direction but you want to be avoiding overhydration because it can lead to a few different things. But primarily the big issue is overhydration can lead to hyponatremia, okay, which is low sodium or low salt in the blood in the body and so so on and so forth. Now this can be a serious life-threatening condition with various side effects. Some of the stuff I'm going to mention soon are also potential side effects of hyponatremia, but it also can be side effects of directly overhydration. But hyponatremia has a whole bunch of different things. Now, I could go on a list and be all sides and list every single thing that could happen as, a, as part of hypernatremia. But I want you to go and type up hypernatremia if you feel that this is something that you're at risk of and you'll see all the health issues. Essentially, just avoid it, okay? Just avoid overhydrating yourself and just chucking down water and going, oh, I've forgotten drink all day. So now I've got to get my, my two to three liters, whatever you're drinking in one go and things like that or, or hydrating too much. Now, I understand that sometimes... Overhydration is not a case of just oh I have to drink. Fine, I'll drink. I'll overdrink and I'll make myself feel sick. I'll, some of the time is actually the type of sport that you're in as well. So you know if you're in a very long endurance type sport in a hot environment and you're running for ages and ages, and then over time because your body will just be like oh give me water, give me water, even though you you have to regulate it from a mindset point of view what will happen is there is a risk of overhydration over time in those kind of sports, more so than potentially other sports. But you also wanna avoid just chugging down water for the sake of chugging down water. And like I said, when I give you the fundamental baseline strategy that you wanna start as a beginner, you'll understand what I mean. But other issues also when it comes to overhydration, also depending on sport here, is extra heaviness slash weight. So if you drink a lot of water beyond your limits, that will be excessive weight that you're carrying that's not working for you as well as you feeling sluggish in the stomach, it's probably going to cause some gastrointestinal issues as well. There's also the potential of a change in mood and mental state as well. So if you're overhydrating, your mood will actually potentially go down and your mindset will start being a bit skewed and your mental acuity will go down because the body thrives on water, but not too much water, okay? There is such thing as good too much of a good thing and that applies to even water, even the most fundamental thing to life, even the thing that you are 60% of You can have too much of it and he'll lead to these things. And then the other thing I wanted to share is because it's a bit of a common one uh, I've heard is headaches and also potential nausea and vomiting. Two things which of course can also be linked to hypernatremia, but also in cells, I've had athletes complain about it when they've just not had a good strategy around fluids as well. So yeah, headaches and nausea and vomiting and just feeling a bit uh, dizzy, that can also be a sign of overhydration. So you can see how some signs you could also potentially go, you know, are these things... Because of dehydration or overhydration, but there there is a line there. You, you you'll know if you're dehydrated or not because there are other factors to look for, like you know, looking at your urine, your urine color, and all that sort of stuff. And generally speaking, you'll know if you're not drinking a lot of water, and you'll know if you're drinking a lot. And that's why you got to find that balance with n- not being dehydrated, but also not you know not drinking water like it's going out of fashion and overhydrating yourself. So yeah, as you can see, you got to balance this stuff out. There is a fine line. There is a Goldilocks effect you've got to be aiming towards when it comes to hydration because dehydration will cause impacts with health and performance. Overhydration will cause impacts with health and performance. So I hope this so far has really kind of helped you think about it in a different light. It's not just about avoiding dehydration. You also have to avoid overhydration if you want to really, really be optimized. Okay? So now that's like the things I wanted to share in terms of what to look for and the impacts of it. So now let's just finish up. We just quickly go through uh, some fundamental strategies. So with all that in mind, the fact that you don't want to dehydrate yourself, but you also don't want to overhydrate yourself, how do you do that? Now, obviously, I would always recommend you talk to your physician, your doctor, and work with a sports dietitian if you can to really dial things down and make sure you're doing it, and have someone to guide you and look, you know, look at the plan over time, so make sure you're not doing it incorrectly. So that's always, you know, always a disclaimer because none of this is advice. None of this I give you is like, yeah, this is prescriptive advice for you. But here are some fundamental best practices that can work for you. And it's a three-pronged thing. It's drink to first, drink progressively, drink often. Okay, if you drink progressively often and you drink to first and don't just chug down water, you will generally keep yourself at a, at a pretty pretty nice level at least, okay? At least an adequate level. At least a level where you're not dehydrated and where you're not overhydrated. So drink to first, drink progressively, drink often. That's what I like to say with a fundamental kind of um, general kind of strategy. Now, there are other things you got to consider as well, like post-training, the amount of fluid needed post-training to fully rehydrate is anywhere in the ballpark of 125 to 150% of your total fluid losses. Now doing this in the correct way will require some other assessments to be done and some tests and stuff like that, really to understand how much fluid you're losing. So I'm not gonna go into that today, but just understand the point of that is after a heavy training session or a game, when you really have lost a lot of fluids, or lost some fluids at least, at least try and rehydrate bare minimum the amount you've lost. So, so bare minimum, but also a little bit more. And if you follow the strategy before, drink to first, drink progressively, drink often, you should be able to replenish them to at least a fundamental degree. And beyond that, obviously, um, seek advice from a sports dietitian to help tweak it for you to get it into the ballpark of being your own individual plan. So, yeah, here's the big takeaway. So all of that said about hydration, because hydration is such a broad su- subject that even when I was thinking about how to, how to do this podcast and what to, what to include in the information, I t- it took a bit of time for me to really kind of think, okay, what should I include? But here's the big takeaway of today, okay? And if you can, if you're driving, don't obviously. But if you're just relaxing, you can get a pen and paper or something, you can write this down. The big takeaway is you can drink too little, but also too much. Ensure your approach with hydration with, sorry, ensure you approach your hydration strategy with consideration and don't do all or nothing. Okay, so I'll repeat that more nicely. You can drink too little, but also too much. Ensure you approach hydration with strategy and consideration and don't do an all or nothing approach. Do that and you at least start off in a, in a nice way. And better off than a lot of athletes who are not focusing on their hydration and doing it incorrectly. So I hope this episode has been helpful. I hope it's been informative and I hope it's changed your perspective around hydration. Now, obviously, if you wanna talk to me about hydration, if you wanna ask me any questions, reach out to me. In the show notes below, there's my email and my my Instagram. So DM me there if you'd like, and we can get chatting. And of course, if you're interested to have me work with you one-on-one as a sports dietitian, also reach out to me, let me know, we'll have a chat, see if it's a good fit, and we'll go from there. But until next time, I'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. See you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast so you can stay up to date whenever I drop an episode. And of course, if you enjoyed today's podcast, remember to go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. You can also find me on socials where I regularly post valuable sports nutrition content to help you elevate your sports game, elevate your nutrition game, and reach your peak potential. Simply search for The Climbing Dietitian and be sure to click follow. Until next time, stay safe and stay dedicated.